Hey, hey, how you guys doing? It's Reducement Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks. Uh, it's a side mission, y'all. Uh, <laughs> we're off the main story uh, for a bit here as uh, it's Brother Beavis and I, as you can see if you're on YouTube. Say what's happening, Brother Beavis. What's happening, Brother Beavis? Nice, yeah. Big Hutch has left us uh, in the... And I don't know, man. He's just on a milk carton somewhere. And again, and, you know, he he actually he he might have been triggered because I did throw <laughs> in in the text chain like the stuff of nightmares. Yes, the, his him. one vulnerability, those magnets. Yeah, your grandma's magnets yes. uh, when applied with pressure to the <laughs> ear. It doesn't matter if you're the vulture or not. Yeah, take you down. Yeah, Hutch uh, Hutch has some bad memories uh, from. Some old school uh, sort of wrestling days with foreign <laughs> objects, you know. Uh, we had our own version of Maggie May uh, that just took him out, you know. So yeah, he's he's not with us tonight. Shout out, Sad Man. Uh, you know, we miss you, brother. We love you for sure. Um, so what we're doing off the side mission here is uh, we're gonna rank some movie trilogies. There was a post on social media that was going around about uh, comic book movie trilogies, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, I think maybe we could do that kind of to extend our season here on the end of the uh, the Hickman run on X-Men, you know, to kind of give it, um, I guess, four full weeks or no, five full weeks to get that before we get our break, before we get into um, uh, what's it called? Se- not Secret Empire. Um, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So we're getting into that. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to rank eight movies. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can see it in the background. If you're listening online, it'll be the header. Uh, eight movies or eight trilogies? Eight trilogies. Um, and we're wow. going to rank them from, I, I don't know if we should start from the top to the bottom because I know our top one is the same or if we should start from the shit and go up. Cause this was much harder than I thought. Um, I thought Wait, it was going to be. So did I have homework? Yeah. I feel like you, I just, you should have uh, had homework. You should have had, so homework. check your phone. I, I did, you should be able to see that. No, I knew this was a concept, but like now I feel like I'm waking up and there's a quiz and I didn't yeah. know and I can't <laughs> find the class. Yeah, pop quiz. But so I, this is going to be on the floor. Hey, I think you can pull it off uh, for sure. Well, so, perhaps for the, the listener's benefit, since mm-hmm. I have, you know, since obviously I've accessed this, this information, can we, can we run down the, the the trilogies in the movies absolutely yeah so there's eight total movies and i'm gonna go through them through my phone and in no particular order that's just based on that uh the collage and i'll pull it up here on youtube here in a second so captain or excuse me iron man trilogy uh spider-man um what's his name tom holland trilogy captain america trilogy the x-men new class trilogy uh, Thor trilogy, the OG X-Men trilogy, which would, somebody said the singer trilogy online when I posted this, but that's, he's singer mm, Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, may, may want not call his name for anything. Uh, so the OG X-Men trilogy, the Spider-Man trilogy from Tobey Maguire. And then, you know, because we have to do this, we're throwing one DC one, y'all. We're throwing the Batman trilogy here. Um, so the, I'm the Nolan, the new one. Yeah, yeah, the Nolan. And so, and that like leads into like what we didn't put on. Like I didn't add the Avengers, even though it's, uh, four movies. I didn't add the Avengers because it was just too easy. Like those movies are all really good. 
even if you hate Age of Ultron, it's still better than a lot of the other movies that are out there. And then its third one just usurps almost all of the other movies, so it really wouldn't have matter. So we left that out. We left out Blade, as we just started talking beforehand, because Blade 1 is so good. And then it just falls off completely. Uh, so I didn't add it on there just because I don't want to like have to shit on Blade. The OG Batman trilogy, you know, the Michael Keaton, he get, did Michael Keaton get three or did he only get two? Okay. Two. He got two. Okay. So two and then Val and then Clooney, Clooney. Is, if I have it correct. Yeah. So they killed it essentially. And I, like, uh, let's keep it 100. The original Batman's really good. And those other two movies kind of suck. Uh, well, the other it, Batman, the other Keaton movie, I think, kind of sucked. Is Batman really good? <laughs> it was good for the time. It was good. Well, for okay, so th- yeah. so here could this could be the issue. So I became a Spurs <laughs> fan. Jack Nicholson is in that movie. Oh, here we He's go. He's a Lakers fan. There could. They they could have tainted the well on that one. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, and I didn't include the OG Superman trilogy. You know, the Christopher Reeves, like, well, the first two were really good. And the, is the third one with Richard Pryor? Fourth no, one. Is that I the think. fourth one? Okay. What is the is, third one then? What oh. is the third one? Yeah. Richard Pryor. Maybe he is the third one. Yeah. It's one of them. It's bad. I do remember um, that. Can I have a, a point of clarification? The, uh, the new X-Men, that's what is that first class? And First class, um, Age of Future Age Past. Of Past, and then Apocalypse, right? Yeah, and then are we ignoring Dark Phoenix? Well, that's four, so we're just gonna let's deal it with its three. We'll just okay. that's the original trilogy, so we'll just live them with the three. All uh, right. Yeah, it's it, yeah, I know it's rough. <laughs> it's just a rough group there of movies. So yeah, it, it it's rough. I'm just trying to figure out, uh, you know, those, those are the ones. Like, I don't want to add any other ones. And like I said, I, do you want to go from top to bottom or bottom to top? Well, so I need to do, I need to, I need to orient here. And, and so I, as we were, as we were, um, sort of talking about this before we, before we planned, and then it warned everyone that we were about to click record as opposed to just clicking record when, you know, people happen to be on. What, what, what is good versus bad for you? And then I have some thoughts on that as well. And that, so maybe we'll throw that out. Maybe I can, maybe I can loosely organize these and then we can go through it. Uh, I guess my thing is, and I said before we started that none of them except Captain America, spoiler alert, if you haven't figured out what number one is, um, nailed all three movies like some of them have a good one some of them have two good ones and then they have one to me that's like just really bad that maybe doesn't sink the whole trilogy but definitely damages it but on a per movie basis what is good versus bad um i I think at least in terms of these movies that we're talking about i think there's a, a version of originality in terms of the story, because it's new to us, not necessarily new to everybody else, but it's new to like the comic book movie genre. Like, like mm-hmm. oh, that's really cool because we haven't seen it maybe a thousand times. We're looking at you, Batman. And I think its ability to tell a relevant story 
within the course of its trilogy. It doesn't feel like three separate movies just starring the same people. Like, I think that the connectedness is sometimes what makes them good. What makes them bad a lot of times is really just it, it's a good and a bad thing. Too much fan service can be a good thing and too much fan service can be a bad thing. It, it's a very thin line to um, not being able to nail the landing, not having to start a middle and an end. Like if you just end the movie because, hey, we had to make three movies because that's what everybody does. That's what George Lucas did. Then those don't kind of, you know, that can make a bad movie. And it especially shows up a lot of these in the third movie because they're just, you know, dotting the, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. What do you think? Well, so some of the things stand out to me, and I, I know we've hit this on, on any number of podcasts, but the villain mm. um, is, you know, the quality of the villain is almost a direct correlation to the quality of the movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um telling a story without having to explain it to you like and, and i think that's been that's been the problem with the shang chi and the eternals of the world is like mm. so much of it is just exposition and that's actually a lot of wonder woman i think has been undercut mm. by that like um telling the story without like like without having to explain it mm. is is what is, is one thing um uh, you you talked about originality, but I would I would I would throw into that like the faithfulness to the character, or the characters of the story. There's got to be some like mm. for me, you know. And I know this. I think we know by now that the the sub that the the fans of the comics, the fans of the source material, are a subset. But I think mm-hmm. the movies that have done well, it's not that they're it's not that they've done well because of their faithfulness to the source material. Mm. It's that there's a soundness to the source material when mm. that gets put into the, the, the movie. I think there's an inherent benefit to that. There's certainly any number of, of comics or source material that sucks. And obviously <laughs> if you inherit that, then, yeah. and then, then that, that, so we're going to, we're going to have this experiment with the, with Moon Knight. Mm. amongst many others yeah. but i think i think there's like a you know a consistency um a, a consistency with the source source material like you don't want to just take a shit on the source material like for example just spoiler alert in the og x-men x-men 3 they had the morlocks but they like took the morlocks names to make the characters yeah. that they wanted to fill out the background yes that's just that that doesn't add and it doesn't it not only does not add for for me it detracts from the story so those are things that's bad fan service it's like oh shit the morlocks but who the fuck is this like i don't even know who that is right um yeah so the so i think those are things um yeah so well i guess we can go from there um I'm just, yeah, I, I was just, like I said, I left some movies off. Oh, I, no. Oh, I think you touched on this as well. But as far as nail the landing, like the absence of studio and the absence of obvious studio, studio interference. Yeah, yeah. And, and in fact, that's going to be the yeah. thing that turfs most of these trilogies. Yeah. There's going to be some, uh, definitely like, Oh, Hey, wait, we needed to add this. I did, you brought up Wonder Woman, two movies. Uh, I guess you could call. Superman and Superman and Batman, two movies, you know, what uh, Aquaman's getting a second movie, Suicide Squad had two movies, like DC hasn't gotten to the trilogy part yet, 
you know, uh, at least in the extended universe uh, parts, you know, they just haven't gotten there yet. Rebooting Batman, which opens, I think, maybe even next week or so. Um, very soon, if nothing else. So who knows if that will ever get the three movies. But all right. So let's I have jump. one more. I have one more. Uh, taking the comic book out of the comic book movie makes mm. a bad movie. And that's going to be explicitly relevant to at least two of these trilogies. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm just thinking, even though it's not on here, we may have to add two. We may have to add two because I just thought about it because I forgot that because I hate them so much. Wolverine's not on here. Yep. And then Blade was the other one that I had been thinking about. So we'll kind of tag them on in the end and be like, where would you slide them? Okay. But like, yeah, I just, I, 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 that is awful. I totally forgot that Wolverine had three fucking movies. I totally three forgot. completely different movies yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely. I totally. I feel forgot. like we could do like a whole season of podcasts. Oh my god! Just like- yes, just yeah, bit by bit, uh, going through the fucking movies. Yeah. Oh my god! I I totally forgot. By the way, if y'all, I mean, I don't know how many minutes we are into this shit. Um, and if we ever get, if we get to that part, if you like, and hey, if you know, this actually gets posted. Yeah, it was. Did our, our we did we did we the last one go into the ether? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or actually no, 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 it okay. made it. Yeah, it made it. All, All right. right, I I got I got Hutch's rights to do this. Um, real quick, if you're like, oh man, Logan was one of the greatest comic book movies. Could you just turn this off now? Because yeah. you're, I'm gonna hurt your feelings here momentarily yeah. because it's not, and pretending that it is. Makes me want to punch you through the fucking computer. Yeah, oh. you're you're in you're in the wrong group of the other thirty six <laughs> people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're on the wrong right side of that. No, some of those people still listen too. I, I don't know why you do it, but anywho, all right. So let's jump in. So let's go. Listen, I already gave a spoiler away for one. So let's go bottom to top. Thing. That's fair. Okay, let's go bottom to top. What is your worst of these eight movies? I think if I could put share screen on here, that ought to be fun. As I tried to pull this up, I think I've actually gotten a lot better at this. There you go. I'm going to move this thingy chart out of the way. What would be number eight? All right. So I may have to like, this might be like the who wants to be the millionaire where you talk yourself through the answer. <laughs> Call a friend too. Yeah. Uh, so spoiler alert, not Captain America. Yeah. Um, spoiler, it, probably not OG X-Men. I think there's issues with, with, um, with the third one, obviously, but for mm. me, like there's a, there's, there's extra credit for trailblazing and the degree to which that movie and Blade also, which we're not, which we are going to only perfect talk about, mm. um, the degree to which that set the table for everything here. I, that, I, th- I think that one's off the table for the last mm. one. Um, new X Men has that's that's a that's maybe one point five good movies. <laughs> uh, Nolan Batman's one point five Iron Ooh. Man. You know, and and so I have been a Thor honk for the Thor movie honk for a Mm. long time. (sighs) 
I'm not sure that isn't the worst trilogy. Wow. That's rough for you. I'm, I'm writing these down like we had to do our predictions for the Bengals season. Um, so if we put Thor at eight, okay, I, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. That first movie is unfairly maligned. Uh, I, I, I see people, I see people trashing the Thor whole thing, uh, essentially. And Th- Thor two definitely gets like hit for, by a lot of people as the worst or one of the worst. Three different movies, too. If you want to talk about it, those are three completely different movies, an origin story. Uh, like, hey, let's make a whole ass comic book movie and then let's make something completely different than anything else that we've ever seen before when you get the Ragnarok. And, um, and some good, some bad all the way through there. Uh, but I, I you said, I, I, you're not a fan of Ragnarok, right? You weren't a fan. I mean, it's tough. Like when I look at him, like Thor, the thing that shocked me about the first Thor movie, and this is all in retrospect, is that's really a Loki origin story. Mm -hmm. You know, I I've said this on a couple of occasions. I went into that with an understanding that Loki is a fully formed villain. But Thor really serves to get the rest of the audience to that point. Mm -hmm. I think the dark world brought in the production quality that made Asgard. Oh, this was another thing I was going to say about a a bad movie. Thor, the dark world. One of the best things about dark world is it bought in, brought in the production quality that made Asgard feel real Mm. in a way that the first movie didn't Mm -hmm. because the first movie felt like they were fighting robots Mm -hmm. because everything was so clearly like, the CGI first road copy and paste to the back giants versus, <laughs> you know, it just, it, yeah, it never felt real. And right. then the, I think it was like actually some of the game of Thrones production team that came in and made Asgard feel real mm-hmm. and really gave it that sort of Nordic flavor that I think was a really good addition to the, to the, the storyline. As I've watched the dark world, it fails in the, obviously it has, it has a pointless villain. Mm-hmm. It tells so much of the story uh, for, by explaining. Mm. And there's just an inconsistency in tone because they changed the production team. Mm. The tail end, I, I will still say I was delighted watching it because I was like, holy shit, they're not panels here, but this mm. is a comic book. Right. You know, I can appreciate Ragnarok for what it is, but it is a completely different tone Mm-hmm. That just, to me, discounts the value of the earlier meeting, the earlier, um, the earlier movies. And so I think the trilogy itself is so disjoint, but that doesn't mean there's not goodness within it. Right. And if I have to think about it, honestly, it might be the worst trilogy of the eight we're looking at. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's down there. Well, actually, it's not that far down there for me. Uh, we'll get to where I have it from before. Um, I love the first movie. Like, I think, you know, to tell a Thor story and in the building of the universe that they were doing up to the first Avengers, I thought was great. The second one is definitely has some moments where you're just like, mm, I'm not really sure. And then Ragnarok, I'm kind of, man, I can watch it some days and I'll be like, man, this is so funny and good. And there's other days I was like, why is this so fucking funny? Like, why did we turn the character into like a joke? And I don't like it. But it had a decent villain, even though they kind of comic booked her up too with Hella. It's like it, it, I'm so back and forth. Uh, I don't have it there. I don't have it at the bottom. My bottom one is the 
new class X-Men. Um, I was, so I'm thinking number seven, that's probably where I'm going. So yeah. I got no, I don't have beef there. Yeah. Um, can we, can we pause for a minute? Sure. Um, so shit, I, I hate when I do this because I'm, I'm about to, I'm trying to extol the virtues of an individual whose name I can't remember. Mm. Hella's actress is. Oh God. Oh, you're going to kill me on this one. Oh God. Dang it. Don't do this to me. And caveat, we're old. Yes. There we go. Kate, Kate Blanchett. Kate, all right. There you go. All right. So I think we all had to say, so I don't have a particular appreciation for villains that really just chew scenery. Mm. But in this case, her scene chewing villain, I think, mm-hmm. was spectacular. And I think this was an instance where we all looked at it was like, Holy shit. I never yeah. realized how hot Kate Blanchett was. Listen, and, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and also put in a plug, like, don't look up. Holy shit. Yeah. How do we not know? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, agree. Just a, just a point I want to make. It's, it's a sure. sexist and consequential point, but I, no, I, I don't, I don't like mind it. Make it. Yeah. Uh, no, she looks great in that and it's inspired hella great cosplay. Um, no for sure. Intended. Yes, here we go. Actually, it was. All right, boom, boom. Shh. So yeah, I have the new class at eight. Um, God damn it! I swear. Shouts out, Big Will Stacks. You know, longtime friend of ours, friend of the show. He loves new class. Loves it. Like he thinks that is one of the best movies of all time for comic books. I lightweight can't stand that movie. For a first variety class. of reasons. Yes, first class. I can't stand it for a variety of reasons. And there's a sense of it. just like, you know what? I think I should probably like this. McAvoy and uh, whoever the hell plays Magneto. Like, they are so, great. So, to be fair, yeah. we can't remember male actors. We, yes, or, exactly. We can't. Yeah. yeah so. They, I, I think they're great together. Him going, like, on his little revenge tour, you know, when he that scene where he goes to Argentina and kills. Like, oh, that shit is great. great. That shit is amazing. But then, but then the acquiring of the other mutants, the freaking sticking Wolverine in there to say, fuck you for no apparent reason. That fucking sucked. Uh, killing the freaking Darwin, which never will set well with any black fan. Like, oh, hey, you have the power to adapt. Oh, by the way, no. Boom. Nigga, you dead. None of that's going to work. The ending is ass awful. It, that's not a good movie. And we've run on this and you should be called Cyclops. We've run that all the way through every single podcast we can bring it up on. So that's not a great movie. Days of Future Past, when we heard about it, we could go in the archives. We were like, this is the worst idea of all time. Why are y'all doing this to our childhood? I hate myself. And then they went out and they made probably the best version of that movie that they could have. And you're like, wow, I have renewed faith and that singer coming back to the trilogy, even though that's a dirty name at this point, him coming back to the trilogy. And you're like, wow, they saved it. You know, let's go. And then they made Apocalypse and just shit all over themselves again, worse than they did with New Class. And so two bads are greater than one 
good. So I would make that. And those movies are poorly acted. They, I, I, uh, freaking man, I, there, there's just they're a poor villain in the third one. A poor. I, 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 I actually, Sebastian Shaw was actually pretty decent in the first one, you know. But it's just no. It's just no. It's just bad. There's no. There's no redeeming quality about Apocalypse. There's at least vaguely of redeeming qualities about new class first class but it's just one good movie it's 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 eight for me yeah i mean first class is hamstrung by continuity in that they're trying to build the prequel team after having established a team that was picked across generations Mm. so i mean there there there's that and i think you know it so that was a challenge, but I think the elevation of mystique and the personification <laughs> of mystique is just the, is just like yeah. the Achilles heel of that, that trilogy. And it's yeah. not, it honestly, it's not Jennifer Lawrence's portrayal of the character or the character. Or, it's not those things. It's just, mm. that's a, just a discontinuity for me with the source material. And yeah. Yeah, I think the the whole Charles versus uh, Eric, the mm-hmm. Charles and Eric, and and that that whole thing, a trilogy to draw out their relationship and how that evolved to get us yeah. to the point of the the later trilogy, that's completely valid. But the the mudding of it with the prominence of Mystique, I think that yeah, that's the thing that then diverges it from the continuity and yeah. But yeah, you know, in, yeah. I, I don't hate that as much as I know you do. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm looking forward like there's there's a lot of flaws with these trilogies. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it was harder than I thought when I was going through it. And then oh, then you get to the third one. And then now Magneto's a, 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 a agent of apocalypse with Storm, the, Angel, the third and Psylocke. One, like, what the I, f- are we doing I, here? I'm not even going to speak about the third one. <laughs> I think I think this trilogy in particular belongs at the bottom because of the unspeakable third part. Yeah. It's just it's so in it's so inconsistent with the first two. Right. It's like oh, we finally got Magneto to a point. Oh no, well I guess we're going to start over with that. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's, and, and there's so many scenes of the four horsemen just standing around admiring yeah. themselves and their motivations yeah. are also yeah. weird. It's oh my God. Yeah. But, out but, but yeah. I want to throw this out. I don't know. This is not Oscar Isaac's fault. No, it's not. I know Hutch would run and would disagree with you, but that's fine. Uh, Shouts out to Olivia Munn. You filled out the costume. Yeah. That was one of the greatest literal, literal cosplay in a movie. But yeah. That was, also, yes. Yeah. You also dated Aaron Rodgers, so that strikes yeah, against man. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, well, but she broke up with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's great. I mean, he wasn't, you know, crazy then either. Well, yeah, I mean, was, so Psylocke is obviously a problematic character, but if you're going to say this is a character and we're going to put it on screen, that's how you do it. it. Yes, that's how you do it for sure. All right. So you're going with New Class X Men at seven. So you got Thor trilogy at eight. <sighs> New class, essentially eight B, uh, but at seven because <laughs> it's you know it's a very close thing there. I'm gonna throw a curveball here. I have the Nolan trilogy at seven. Um, 
originality. Okay. Oh, so go ahead. I, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a, a curveball, and this might put us in the same range. No, it's not going to. I'm gonna throw the Tom Holland Spider Man trilogy down in, in that range too. Ooh. Ooh, 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 that's rough. Okay, but I'm gonna let me get through seven since you're going new class X Men, so we can talk about this. Oh, okay, so battle. this is your seven. All right, this is seven. Yeah. So I, going, I thought we were saying I thought we were saying eight and seven was uh, they're flipping uh, was was new X Men and and Thor. So Thor is not in your your bottom. He's no. Thor is not your seven or eight. No. No. Nope. Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so I got Bat New Nolan trilogy Batman. One exceptional movie. Nobody will ever deny that. Two, I I can't call Batman Begins a terrible movie, but that's not a good movie. That is the uh what do we call it? The attack of the clone situation. That it came after a bad adaptation and people like hailed it as this great thing. And it's not. Batman Begins is not a good movie. It's not wanna, at all. I want to challenge your assessment on I'll Batman take it. Begins. You told me oh, that here, go. one of the distinctions for a good movie is the originality. Mm. I'm going to say that Batman Begins brought us originality for a Batman movie that not that the others don't bring us in terms of his, like how he became Batman. You mean the origin has historically been reduced to, uh, the scene in the alley. Mm -hmm. And now we get, and so it's seen in the alley, fully formed Batman. Right. And for the first time we fill in that space. Right. I, I, I can understand that. Um, but I didn't like it. That's basically it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. And then the the villain is shady at best or shaky at best. Was, but, yeah, it's right. Well, I think the problem with the villain in the first one is like it's it's Rachel Ghoul, right? Mm -hmm, Who yes. we we've been in the comics led to believe is a significant threat, and yes. then it's kind of a swerve, and then he dies yes. in a train crash. Yeah, and I was gonna say the finale on the train is kind of dumb too. Like I, I just I, I just didn't like it. It it just I, I just didn't, you know? And so I didn't like that. The third Batman movie is damn near unwatchable. I'm gonna jump in here. You haven't seen it. I haven't watched it. <laughs> I've watched I like I tried to watch the scene, Bits and the pieces. opening I tried to watch yeah. it. Yeah. The opening scene when they're they're in the like the plane crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've like overdubbed the Bane dialogue. To ooh, where the, ooh, the like the soundtrack ooh. is completely different. Yeah, I'm like with Littlefinger. Oh, I can't do this. Yeah, I, yeah. I just i I've never watched the third Batman movie. Yeah, that it's it's not it's it's hella long. And we talked about the new Batman movie coming up being three hours. This one it has to be close to that. I don't really know, but it's super long. It's so ridiculous at points it they were just like hey we got what we had talked about before like hey we're gonna say true to the comic we have um freaking fan service we're gonna get bane to break batman's back which is such a monumental yeah. moment in the batman cartoon we are going to get to that particular moment but we need to fix his back in like 30 minutes 
um, so he can get back and then have, you know, a freaking wrestling term, fuck old Kogan. Iron Sheik, you owe his money. A schmoz out there with a whole bunch of people and get to the end. We have a goofy villain where it's Ra's al Ghul's daughter trying to blow up this. To much. be fair, the Iron Sheik said, fuck the Hulk Hogan. Well, there's only one, isn't there? <laughs> well, but, you know. That's fine. He, he, he got around the trademark. Yeah, I, this, this is, this one is low. Um, and, and yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't fight six versus seven on this yeah. at all. I, I, and again, I, I like the second one. I, I think there's a portion of it that's a little bit overrated. Um, because old dude died. Like, I think if Heath Ledger was still walking amongst the, the breathing and the living, I don't think people would view this movie as whatever, because really the third act is kind of shitty. Um, like it's not great with Zeus. Yes, with Zeus. So my take on this one, it came out has always been like because remember this came out the same year, the same like in the same time as Iron Man, right? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. My part, right? My assessment of this movie has always been Iron Man is a better comic book movie. Batman Begins or Batman Returns mm-hmm. is a better movie. Mm-hmm. Has always been my assumption, and I'll stick yeah. to it. Okay, I mean, and at, we're gonna get to this probably when we get the cap or whatever. Like this second one proved that you could make a movie with a superhero in it, much like um, Winter Soldier did uh, yeah. later, but better. Uh, but it, there, I mean, again, there are good parts. The third act is really not that great. Like if you, that's like one of those movies. Like I'll watch it up to a certain point, and then I'll just turn it off. Like I won't even watch the end because I think the end, you know, great villain. You know, great lead up to that part, but you know, for the most part, just pfft. all right. So yeah, Batman is at seven. All right, what do you think that you got at six? Well, I think I'm I'm willing to take Batman somewhere in that mix. So what do you okay. have at six? I have I'm, Thor I'm, I, at six. I, okay, so we've got <laughs> we've got Thor, New X Men, and and Batman in the six, seven, eight in some sequence. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I have Thor at six. Uh, my only again, I. I Love the first one, meh, on the, on the third one, second one, yeah, whatever. It, Marcy, that's basically it. Yeah, mo- yeah more Marcy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can we yeah. get more so, Marcy? Darcy. But <laughs> Darcy. I, yeah, I right. was actually in the what makes a good movie. I would be willing to put more Darcy. More Darcy in every movie. <laughs> Noted. All right. I'm going to go. So, with- five? Yes, five. I have the original X-Men trilogy. Okay. Uh, okay. I have the original X Men trilogy. The, uh, look, if I second. Okay. Age is bad. At one point, we were young. We were not as oldy, hacky, and whatever. I owned X Men the movie original on video, <laughs> DVD. The fuck, I almost had laser disc. All right. Like I've owned it on several different platforms. I love that freaking movie when it came out because we had literally never seen anything like it. It was the X-Men. Like, holy shit, the X-Men are on a movie screen. Freaking stop everything. I can't believe this. There's Wolverine. He's got cause. There's Storm with a really bad accent and bad wig. But she's in this movie. Like 
everything and don't even about let it. us get into how much we love Halle Berry. Yes, don't don't even start. So this was like, oh, this is amazing. And don't even let us get into how much we love Famke Jansen. Yeah, oh my God, dude. And then they made X Men Two, which is I, I'm telling this story right now. I got goosebumps. That damn Phoenix effect in that water at the end of X Men Two. I was ready to start running around the movie theater, like just jumping up and down, doing backflips and stuff, because I was so freaking excited about that movie. Like, I, I just couldn't. And then they made the third one. But we'll get to that in a second. But when you go back and watch the first one now, like it's on Disney Plus, if you try to watch that first X-Men movie, that shit is rough. It is rough. And you're like, man, why are they in Matrix uniform? Oh, because the Matrix was popular at that time. So why are they all dressed in black? The freaking the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, not really good. And freaking, uh, you know, uh, Toad, mm, that's not good. Bane looks like a professional wrestler, which he was, and whatever. But then the second one, like, is better. The action is better. You know, uh, Hugh Jackman got better steroids. You know, he's like more buff and stuff. But not oh, later. He just ate later. chicken. Yeah, that was it, all, just chicken breast. All, yeah, all chicken breast. Yeah, no HGH at all. And, you know, but the second one is, is still really good. Uh, freaking what? Kelly Yu, is that her name or whatever? That, uh, Lady Deathstroke Death or whatever. Strike, yeah. I mean, that's a great freaking fight Death scene. Strike. You know? Strike. You're crossing right. the streams there. I'm sorry. They get, that's a great fight scene at the end of, like, that, there's good parts to it, but then they just absolutely shit the bed in the third one. Like that movie, Famke Jansen looks great in it, but. Other than that, it's, it, there's no redeeming qualities about the third act. Like, oh, Phoenix, yeah, uh, why is she in a trench coat? Like, what are we doing here? Uh, so, yeah, that original X Men trilogy, go. So, um, I'll start from the end. <laughs> you can only do that. <laughs> yeah. So, X Men Last Stand. Mm. You know, there now we have studio interference. Yes, that's for sure is is really the worst part and um you know too just too much mm. i mean it's just unquestionably a bad movie yes x-men the original like i think when you talk about the rewatch you have to like i think to a certain degree you have to understand the constraints with the with which that movie was made mm. like there's budgetary constraints and and a and a and the risk that it takes to make a movie at that scale, even mm. though it wasn't a scale big enough to make that movie, I think the limitations of X Men that are evident now are because of the risks that it took to make that movie. Mm-hmm. So I think in that regard, you have to cut us some slack. Mm. I think that you know. As good as our second trilogy Magneto has been, uh, first trilogy Magneto <laughs> and first trilogy Professor X, yeah, that shit's strong. Yeah, bad. that shit is strong. Yeah. All right, so X Men Two. So I have a bias, and this bias becomes even worse than the third one. I didn't touch on there, but. The, the denigration of Cyclops. Yes. And the elevation of Wolverine and the yeah. elevation of the stars. Wolverine and, and Halle Berry. Yes, for sure. It is a problem that creeps in in the second movie that in a way that doesn't 
sort of devalue it that um that by the third movie is just a problem run amok yeah uh, yeah I, and 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 you know as grounded as the villain is in the second movie still very compelling i mean almost akin to like the um the baron zemo uh civil war mm-hmm. villain right? right like so the idea of putting this 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 depowered individual that can marshal forces and and basically turn people against themselves yeah very compelling that that is a good part of it um so strong too yeah it's 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 more than one and a half good movies with another movie that doesn't even merit consideration. <laughs> I mean, there's no Twitter. There's no much social media at that point in time. Yeah. You know, there's no texting at this time either, really. Like, that third movie was just like, you just walked out and were like, what happened? You know, Cinder yeah. leaves after the second one yeah. for, I think he went to go do what? Superman Returns. He went to make the blandest Superman movie yes. ever. This is Brett Ratner, you know, of, uh, what, Rush Hour fame. Was it, oh, was it Ratner? I thought it was, I was going to say it was Joel Schumacher. Mm-mm, no, this is Ratner. Oh, uh, the, the approximately equivalent. Yes, exactly. And it's just, it's just bad. I mean, again, that Phoenix thing in the water. Oh yeah, the tease. It, the, the, the tease it, was a thousand times better than the Phoenix we got. Yeah, it just it was amazing. Like and then and, and Famke Jansen, I mean, we all love her because she's gorgeous. She's amazing in that movie. And and not, at the opening with the nightcrawler opening scene, it's one of the best oh, things ever committed in oh, comic book. Amazing. It's amazing. Like you couldn't have told me later on that they were gonna make that third movie. Like it's just so that's Fucking Jesus turning over tables, angry, leaving that damn thing. And I was just like, you know what? Um, uh, and no wonder then you did this shit. You made two uh, of what one or two bad Logan movies. And then like by the time the first class or whatever caught up, I was like, I don't want to watch this shit. Now you just shit on the whole thing already. Forget it. I don't want, I'm, I'm done. So yeah, that's a bad that. Yeah. Yeah. It, so let me, let me throw into this tier then. A movie that I think belongs, a, a trilogy I think belongs, but for, for kind of a different reason. Like, I'm a, this, this Spider-Man Tom Holland trilogy, I think is just incredibly bland. Mm, okay. I, I just, I don't know, like, the first movie, the, 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 the greatest part of the first movie is the, the horror thriller reveal of him discovering the identity of the vulture mm-hmm. and then the vultures takedown of him and the comic realization of him, like holding up the the building and becoming mm-hmm. like resolving to be the hero right. against the challenge that he hasn't had to had before. That is that, that part of it is amazing, mm-hmm. but the high school element has always been tedious to me mm-hmm. going into the second movie. The, the, the the concept of Mysterio and the realization of Mysterio, who could have been a joke in any number of ways, is so well done. Mm-hmm. And that whole sequence where Mysterio owns him in the complex where he gets ends up getting run over by a train and then mm-hmm. rescued by happiness. That's one of the Beyond greatest belief. comic book things. Yeah, it's an Beyond amazing belief. comic book thing. Yes. 
Mad that I third, missed that in the movie theater, by the way, because that, that had to be amazing in the movie theater. I just missed it. And then we have the third one, which is fan servicey, but so and so formulaic in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so there are these these out of control sunspot level peaks in a movie that just seems in a in a trilogy that otherwise is just to me so by the book. <sighs> But but I'll also add to that, like I've come to realize over the course of our discussions, I'm nowhere near a big as Spider-Man fan as the rest of this, this <laughs> our podcast. So the, so temper that. But, uh, but I, I throw I throw the the Tom Holland trilogy in that mix, not because of a bad movie, just because of not a it doesn't have an outstanding great movie. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I can hear. I feel you with that. So you would put that at five. Holland yeah, I I would so where so mine I I threw out Thor then what new Spider-Man, new Nolan no. Batman. No, the eight old new was Thor, new new class X-Men. New class, new Batman. New, yeah, new Batman and then Spider-Man Hollow. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. in that range. Yeah, I I'll my have it higher than that. So, um we'll I'll come back to it, but yeah, I just that I I just can't I, I swear, every time when you pull up Disney Plus or whatever, it's just like, hey, suggested for you. And that X-Men shit always comes up. I was like, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it because it's yeah. this is it's Game of Thrones season final. Like, man, that's just some decent shit leading up to this. Like, I'm going to watch Freaking Days of Future Past, but damn, no, I'm good. Not going to do it because I know how it ends. I just can't. I, I can't even bring myself to watch them. It's that bad because it's like, oh shit, you know, you buy yourself into like, oh man, yeah. I wonder what's coming next. And you just, I mean, it's, it's, I, mean, I, I, I think that's not, fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. And from, and again, from my, my Cyclops centric perspective, it's yeah. even worse. <laughs> yes. If it's, uh, you know, outside comic book trilogy perspective, I mean, I, I've said this on here, but you know, just to reiterate the point. I love The Force Awakens. I know it's just Star Wars revamped. I, I, I get that part. Like, I love it. I yeah. can't. I, I don't even bother watching it now because I know what comes after it. Like, I can't oh, even watch yeah. it. It's just like, oh, fuck, this leads to fucking Superman Leia. And then a worse movie that you made after that. Like, yeah. how could you even mess this up? I, I, I can't even watch it. Anyway. Yeah, the the worst part for me with X-Men is like the the subtlety with which they sort of they characterize the Wolverine Cyclops gene triangle mm-hmm. and then just abandoned it. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah, because they wanted to shit on Cyclops and get rid of it. But well, no, it was more because they wanted to, it, it became the Hugh Jackman and yeah. Halle Berry show. Yeah. Yeah. The th- I forgot. You know, what? I, so many times I've seen the third one. I forgot about that. You know, Oh, and that the third one's I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, it. and 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 let's not forget that Magneto was like in in Magneto uh when Mystique gets depowered by the mutant cure, Magneto's like, Peace, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, 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 I forgot we were gonna make another prequel where their yeah. whole relationship was Yeah. 
Oh, oh, and yeah, and by the way, let's have a whole bunch of things. Like, hey, we haven't had Sentinels. Oh, let's have this fake Sentinel head at the beginning. Oh, let's have Logan be the leader Sentinel. of the team. Let's oh. have freaking Magneto lift a whole ass Brook or San Francisco bridge or whatever. It is so bad. The cure. Like uh, let's put uh, Angel in just to get him in, even yeah, though he exactly. sucks. He sucks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Never man it should have been lower, maybe. All right. Anyway. All right, let's go to four. <laughs> I have Iron Man at four. So um, I, I still have I still have Iron Man, Captain America, OG X Men, and Spider OG, OG Spider Spider Man. Yep, I have Iron Man at four. Um, first one's great. Like I mean, I, I, again, much like the first X Men movie, even though it's 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 rewatchable, still, like you came out of that like in a holy shit moment because like holy shit. Tony Stark is that's Iron Man like you know when you go back and watch it now you it's so little Iron Man in that movie <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. obviously for money and about it about budgetary reasons there's so little Iron Man in it but it's still so good he's so he, he hadn't become um Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark yet like it was it's much more of a subtle thing whereas when you get into the next one then the third one is just being Robert Downey Jr. but like it is so much more subdued and subtle. And so uh, that's great. You and I have argued with multiple people on this thing that Iron Man 2 is not a bad movie. Not at all. It gets really shit on, but it shouldn't. You know, you get the introduction of Black Widow. Justin Hammer is a great villain in this who does excellent work. The primary villain or whatever is awful. But, you know, the the person pulling the strings is really good. And then the end of that movie, like people like whatever with the, the, all the, um, the whatever iron, other iron men robots that come and fight them at the end. Like I thought it was actually kind of cool to see them like that. Some people don't like it. I don't really care. But the third one's on, the third one is X-Men, uh, last stand ish to me. I can't even, it's not even watchable. Except it's not, um, it's not studio interference. It's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Make, making the, uh, star and executive producer. Bad idea. Uh, yeah, I, it's not, it's not watchable. I can't, and people defend that movie to the end. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Freaking Tony Stark, world's greatest detective. Iron Man three is a bad movie. Bad, bad. Like that's not a very good movie whatever you take with the with swerve on you know freaking with the 10 rings and all that shit like it's just bad it, it it's the end of a trilogy trilogy that's just like hey you know what no he's gonna come back here by the way with the other spider-man movie uh it's just like let's just get rid of it i'm done with it like whatever let's put a cap on it, it I, I felt the time at there was like uh, uh robert downey jr was like i ain't gonna be playing this shit no more when they realize that, hey, no, nobody wants to see you in shit unless you're not Tony Stark, motherfucker. So be Tony Stark. But yeah, Iron Man, that's my four. Okay, so let me. I I I think I can. What do you? What are your? You have Captain America. I have Spider OG Spider Man. No. What are your the three that? Oh yeah, that's uh, on how. top. I have Cap. What do you, I have Cap at the top three. I have Cap. I'm a bigger fan of Spider-Man Holland than you are. Okay. And then I have Spider-Man OG uh, McGuire as one, two, and three. Okay. Because I have, I think I have Captain America. I think, yeah, I think OG X-Men is in my top four. I don't, 
Okay. And we, and we talked about that. Um, I don't think I had ruled out the Spider-Man. Yeah, I think my top three would be Captain America, OG X-Men, and Spider-Man. But I, Iron Man, I, I hear everything you're saying. I think the irony, now that I, the irony, no pun intended, yeah, now that yeah. I think of it, is that what you just said, like the degree to which it's a Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark movie is a strength of the first movie is yeah. a weakness of the third movie <laughs> because they deprived us of Iron Man yes. probably because of budget mm. in the first movie. And again, like we talked about an inherent credit to X-Men as far as kicking off a genre, cannot understate the value of the Iron Man movie. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. Iron Man two, Justin Hammer, so much better, so much more value, so much more storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then Mickey Rourke, that stunt casting, yeah, for sure, replaceable villain, just that was it, just bad. And then, and then this is one of my bugaboos, right? <laughs> Let's bugaboo. take the superhero out of the superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, you got to take know, the powers away. My, my my powers are killing them. Those are all the things that cut undercut Superman or Superman Iron Man two to me Iron Man three <laughs> Shane Black though man it's Shane Black so you know talking through it in aggregate <laughs> it it could get bumped down um, <laughs> but yeah it's not it's not top three for sure it, it that it, again it's an unwatchable movie it it it, it really is to me there is. Oh, what, where's, there's not one moment in Iron Man 3. I'm just like, oh, you know, like, oh, that was a cool moment. None of it. Like, well, the iron, the, again, the irony is mm. <laughs> the, the best part of Iron Man 3 is the Trevor swerve of the Mandarin. Yeah. Mm. We're playing, we're playing with a very short field here. If that's the best moment. Yeah. I mean that, but that's like, you know, as that's, you know, whether we're saying they did that because the character was problematic or whatever, but you know, that his portrayal of the Mandarin up to that point was like, this is an interesting character. Right. Like, Oh, I'm just here with the birds, mate. (laughs) Oh, okay. I, I, I had no idea that was coming. Exactly. exactly. Um, Pepper as a superhero. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that's mm. never a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then infusing her with whatever, uh, what was that? Uh, whatever that thing. I, uh, uh, oh, and then, and then again, he's not in the suit. Like I, for the no. majority of the movie, he's not in the suit. And the, per- and the plucky kid. Nobody yeah. wants that. Nobody wants that. But and- I'm glad for him. I'm glad that kid got to be in the, you know, the finale or whatever. I'm glad they've tied that up, but. Yeah, I don't want the plucky kid. I don't want yeah. Tony out of the armor. I want my yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. I don't yeah. want Pepper to be a superhero. Nobody needed to see that. It was just that just felt like a vanity piece to end the trilogy because and it's gonna come up here in my next one here. Uh <laughs> it's just a vanity piece to end the trilogy because everybody was done. Like we're like, I'm done, and I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. at a certain point was like, I think we're done with these movies. I'm about to reclaim my career as an actor 
outside of this, not fully understanding that he had been completely, he had typecast himself into something and he would never be able to get anything well, else again. But then he rolled, he, he banked the Sherlock Holmes franchise. Yeah. Oh, was that after he, that? Or was it that was in during? The midst of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he got that Dr. Doolittle money, son. <laughs> I don't think anybody actually saw that movie, but you know, well, it, he got paid for it. He got paid. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know that he went off to be an actor. I think he went off to get paid. Yeah, he did that movie with Jamie Foxx where he did the white savior thing where Jamie Foxx was a, a pianist or some like street urchin. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Chase that Oscar. Anyway, fuck that. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I, and he I also had... was in blackface in a movie. Yeah, but that's a pretty incredible movie, by the way. <laughs> 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 That movie's great, and I hate everybody that's in that movie. And, oh my god, Jack Black, uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise, every person that's in that movie, I hate. But as parody goes, uh, yeah, that's good. Um, that's good stuff. Um, so Iron Man's on FX weekly. Would you say daily? That would be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on. Uh, boop, boop. oh, I yeah, I'm of all I'm these things, if I had to go like. If I happen to stumble into a movie, would it yeah. be Iron Man? Probably. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm mean, like, oh, this is all? Okay. This is what we're doing now? Cool. I'm going to sit here and watch this. Even with the commercials. I'm going to stick the DVD in. But oh, I'm going to watch this. Okay, perfect. But after that, you know, nobody really shows, you know, they'll sometimes show Iron Man too. And again, you know, we get Natasha in that. She's great. I, it, like, Except for that wig. Yeah, see, yeah, I yeah. yeah, and all the walk away showing her butt. I didn't hate that part, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, two really, and when he, I, I'm just fucking looking at scenes now, but when on the scene where he does this, the suit armor and the suitcase armor, wrestling term, huge pop. Oh, even still now, I mean, because with the silver and red armors, is one of my favorite Iron yeah. Man armors too. I'm just like, oh my God, yeah, that's great stuff. Again, good movie. So Bad. that silver and red yeah. armor is like, that's that advanced Marvel superheroes role-playing game era where I was like, who the hell are these people? Like that was, that was, that was the period where I was out. I've only come to that as an adult. I was like, what? Is, no, that's not my Iron Man. You can't that's not it. my Iron Man. Who awesome. are these X people? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we're just going through, except our Spider-Mans are flipped. So yeah. we both got. Uh, I have Spider Man at three. Um, but I have, I have uh old school McGuire Spider Man at three. Yeah. So why don't you hit the the Tom Holland trilogy, and then I'll give my thoughts on the OG trilogy. I, I think you can relate to this in a different way. And again, when we see the original Spider Man, essentially with well, the McGuire one, I'm the kid. Even though I'm 25 years old, I'm the kid. Like, holy shit, Spider-Man's on the screen. I can't believe I'm seeing a Spider-Man movie. When I see the this next version of Spider-Man, I'm the father. Yeah. And I'm seeing Spider-Man through my son's eyes where he loves the character. And so going and seeing that movie with him through his eyes, I mean, and you obviously know who he is at this point. And you know, he's 16. He tries to pretend he doesn't like some of this stuff, but Spider-Man is like his trigger point. Like, I mean, he's going to see Spider-Man regardless of that. 
And so seeing that and watching it through his vision and eyes is completely different. So he sees it a different way. So I see it a different way through him. So those movies have like that kind of pull. Like I, I, I just watched the first one the other day with him. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is actually a very good movie. That reveal when freaking Vulture comes out of it, that's a great freaking mm-hmm. moment, yeah. comic book or otherwise, because no, I mean, especially in the movie theater, you definitely didn't see it coming. And so it was like, oh, okay. That's great. I'm not a real big fan of this, the middle one only, not because of Mysterio. It was just, it seems all over the place. That seemed like studio interference, the second one. It was like, hey, wait a minute, you know, Zendaya and Tom Holland, are they a couple or are they not? Let's put them in more scenes together. Let's make this a bigger thing. Let's take them off into freaking Europe or whatever. And like, like it just seemed like a little bit much. And though, even though the third one is fan service, I think it was pared down enough to be able to kind of close out that story in a way that it made sense to me. You know, yeah, oh, it was great to see the other Spider-Man, even though I'm not a huge fan of Garfield. Like, that's his, Garfield's his Spider-Man. Like, that, that's his dude. And I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of that. You know, Maguire's Maguire, uh, you know, and I like Holland. So I was like, oh, okay, this, it, it was fan service that made sense, even though it probably stepped over the line a little bit. So, you know, the compactness of each trilogy made sense to me. The villains sort of kind of made sense, at least in the third one, kind of sort of to put it all together. So I just, like I said, I just see it through a different version, a set of eyes. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have no love for the Andrew Garfield uh, no. movies. Yeah. But I, I feel really happy for him as a person and an mm-hmm. actor that he got to make that movie. And I really, and I, and Tom Holland has said this too, that the, the scene where he rescues, uh, MJ. And, MJ, I guess. MJ, yes. <laughs> as the counterpoint to, you know, a probably a poorly poorly rendered um, version of an iconic story, iconic mm-hmm. comic story in his own movie. That was great, and mm-hmm. I feel that I can't help but feel that that entire sequence wasn't that entire experience, but that sequence in particular wasn't cathartic for him. Mm-hmm that that's that's just very clearly a good thing and i'll never talk that down right so that i i think that's great um and so yeah i i so i'll i'll, I'll add to that i i think the because i think my counterpoint is if i was going to champion the the og trilogy right mm. i think with spider-man you can only put the first movie on a on a on a pedestal if you're going to credit it for being you know first and starting a genre and thing like Mm. that i think there's there's unquestionably limitations that (laughs) are imposed by the depiction of the green goblin mask and also i think we've now come to think that you know although toby mcguire was a great peter parker he wasn't necessarily didn't capture elements of Mm spider-man And and you know, but 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 clearly was the the full bore comic uh, Uncle Ben story. The second movie, unbelievable villain. Uh, you know, you never thought you would care about Doctor Octopus to the degree mm-hmm. that you did. But again, it's another my powers are leaving me, and mm-hmm. that just that's a trigger for me. Right. And Mary Jane reaches her, you know, is is starting to approach peak annoying. Yeah. And that's not. Not a not a shot against the actress at all, just the portrayal of that character. And and we'll always point back to 
when we did the <laughs> Spider-Man villains, Big Hutch threw Mary Jane in the mix. It's just Jeff Kiss, yes, for yeah, sure. Yes, you're at the yeah. He's on a level that we're we'll never be. Yeah, <laughs> Peak Hutch. X Men Three, so obvious studio interference. You know, I will I'll never hate the the scene as much as everybody else because I can justify it in my head. Yeah. There are better reasons to hate that movie than that particular sequence of events. Yeah. But X-Men 3 is an indefensible movie in yeah. most regards. Studio um, interference for sure. Like, hey, we yeah. need to get Venom in these movies. Yeah. So I, I think if if you were going to elevate that trilogy, it's got to be um, for the brown, groundbreaking nature of the first one mm. and also the portrayal of Dr. Octopus. But I will also say, the sequence, the end sequence of the first Spider-Man movie where, um, where Toby Maguire as Peter Parker, um, turns away from Mary Jane because yeah. he recognizes mm-hmm. the impact to her for her understanding as Spider-Man and the sacrifice that he makes for being the hero and turning away from her. And then her subtle realization of what's actually going on. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah beyond yeah in perhaps any of these eight times three movies Mm -hmm. spectacular so that that is if nothing else that sequence is and and so in a general terms it's the not hard it's the it's the tough ending it's the Mm -hmm. the the hero doesn't get the girl he Mm -hmm. you know he chooses to walk away but just the way that came about That scene in and of itself is going to elevate that trilogy for me beyond anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, again, it's, it's a hard watch, much like X-Men because of the, just, (laughs) it's just the budgetary constraints. It really looks like some uh, advanced cosplay at certain points, but it did start that genre off. And then the second one just amazing. I mean, much like X2, it's just like, whoa. Like, I wasn't ready for that. Like, you know, like, they gave y'all some money. Y'all really freaking used They should have never gave y'all, y'all money. money. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, but then the third one was just like the last stand. It's like, nope, this is yeah, y'all just trying to end this and be done with it. And it looks like you did. And, and the I, sad story with all of this is like, it's that proof of content, proof of concept makes money. Mm. Now we'll let you make the movie that you wanted to make when we told you you couldn't do it. Right. And now that you've made money, we're going to make the mo- movie we wanted to make. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of this, yeah. this like, there's always going to be a part one with limitations. Yes. There's always going to be a way better part two. Mm-hmm. And there's going to always going to be a part three that falls off the cliff. Yeah. It's, it's somebody was like, we need to put Venom in this movie. We need uh, Thomas Hayden church. He's just either off an Oscar nomination or something. We need to put him in this movie. Yep. We can sell a whole bunch of toys on this shit with two different costumes. Like, I mean, somebody from advertising was like, let's get this going. And it just, I mean, you know, it just right. shat all over the whole thing. So Kevin Feige has earned every dollar yes. he has ever made mm. to be the book boss yes. to keep them from ruining, to keep, to keep everything from ruining it. Yes. Like, like keeping people out of the room that don't need to be in that room. Yep. Right. I agree. To, to, to stop cashing in and keep, the cash cow you know alive at the same time right yeah 
Yeah, it, yeah, he's just amazing. And again, these movies were made before there was any of that. You know, it was just random people making random movies, essentially. And, you know, once it got to a certain point, it's like, man, we could make all of this money doing other things, too. Lunchbox, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So that was OG Spider-Man. I had it three. Uh, and then I had uh new Spider-Man at two. Um, yeah, and then I you have OG X-Men at two. Yeah, I think we've worked through uh, with a couple flip-flops. I think we've yeah. worked all the way to the top. And so, I mean, look. Look, <laughs> I've been listening and, to this podcast. You know, Brother Beavis is a huge Captain America fan, but I think he's fair enough to say that if one of the Captain America movies wasn't good, he would be honest about it because it, there would be a level of disappointment there. Like, I think and, that's fair to say. And, and, and honestly, like, if you take an honest look at these eight trilogies, How do you, how do you, how do you come away thinking like there's a bad movie in this particular (laughs) trilogy? (laughs) Because even if you, even if you apply the lens of, you know, production limitations to the first one, Mm -hmm. Captain America and Thor to a degree as well were the harder movies to make to Mm -hmm. kickstart the Avengers franchise. Because you take this magical creature from Asgard and try and mm. cast him into the world that you want to tell the story you want to tell. But right. you also, also take this person out of time and tell that. Mm. And, and in that regard, the degree to which they told the stories that brought them both into the story they wanted to tell. Right. Extremely well done. Yeah. But in and of itself, Captain America, the degree to which Chris Evans portrayed that character yes. and showed you what Captain America was like, regardless of the shield and the costume and everything else. And Peggy Carter and, mm. and yes, 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 yes. We are fans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and even to throw in your studio pleasing scene chewing character, like Tommy Lee Jones mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of a thin, villain with the red skull an iconic mm. villain that was portrayed by a, an actor was standing i mean red red skull was kind of thin right but what they delivered with captain america the first avenger i think is to balance that story and tell that story to the degree that can be told within that concept context in a way that serves the story they wanted to tell in the future with the avengers and the, right. the post-credit scenes phenomenal yeah Winter Soldier, hard turn to the right. They bring the whole like intelligence aspect into it. You know, they brought him into the future and what that looks like. Oh my God, that's phenomenal. And then <laughs> to roll that up to Civil War. Right. And, yeah. and put Cap on a pedestal against half the, half the Avengers. Mm hmm. Yeah, you can't. Where's the weak spot? Yeah, nope. There, it, it doesn't have a weakness. If you're one, it's like you know, people. Oh, well, the first one isn't. You know, it's not as good. Okay, but tell me how you were going to make a Captain America movie that wasn't corny. Oh, I'll tell you how. That's how you do it. 
<laughs> you brought that character in and you gave him an origin story that made sense, uh, you know, backdropped against real life events, kind of like in the comic book as well, against, you know, with World War II and all that. You gave us the story of how he winds up in, you know, modern times, very comic book uh, friendly, adjacent. Perfect. That's the story that you had to tell. That was it. Like you couldn't do anything else. Like if you had deviated from that in any way, shape or form, it was going to be bad or it was going to be, you know, I'm Captain America. Like it it could have come off so corny. Yeah. And the actor just took the role and he made it his in a non-freaking Robert Downey Jr. way where he just made the role to get to the point where he could just be himself playing Tony Stark. He took on the role of like, okay, this is what we feel or I feel is what Captain America would embody or Steve Rogers would embody. And I am going to play that role to the best of my ability. And he did it. And those movies are amazing. I've told this story before. We're on spring break. I was living living in Florida, then living in Georgia on spring break in Florida. And it was like, oh, you have a day off. Let's go to the movies. Captain America, first of our uh, Winter Soldier is open. Man, we went to that movie theater and I was just like, I'm stunned silence when it was over. Like, I'm like, this was like maybe the greatest movie I've ever seen, let alone has a freaking comic book character. Very much like uh Batman uh rises or returns. It was like, man, they just told like a a like mi- uh mystery story, but just stuck a cute a superhero in it. Yeah. And then and- you take the complete turn, like I said, by the time you get to Civil War, he's already an established hero. He's yeah. all of these things and then some. And you are it's still like let him do, be the star of a, you know, of a, uh, the star of his own movie, even though it had Avengers in it. Like, right. like that doesn't work like other places. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. And set aside Civil War, the degree which, you know, um, Winter Soldier services Black Widow. Right. Yeah. And services the Falcon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really kind of, there's not a, you know, outside of the, their, their series or respective movies, the Captain America vehicles advanced mm-hmm. those two characters more than any of the other collective movies. Yeah. My note on here says the Captain America movies are happy days. And this is an old person reference here. Okay, so Happy Days is Happy Days, if you're old enough to remember. It spun off a shit ton of freaking TV shows. Yeah. Mork and Mindy, Laverne and Shirley, Joni Loves Chachi. Like, all of these shows spun out of that particular show. That's what Captain America was. Like, oh, you know what? Black Widow becomes this character. Wound up getting a movie probably five years too late. Black uh, Black Panther comes out of that as well. Like, it, you, freaking WandaVision is a direct oh, yeah. lift off of this freaking yeah. thing. It's a direct lift off. I didn't even think about that. It's a direct lift off of like what happened in that movie is to what happens there. It's let alone Spider-Man. Exactly. It's just. I mean, I mean, to be a counterpoint would be like Captain America's Civil War is really Avengers 3. Okay. You could say that, but he's still the star of the movie. Exactly. Like it, it, it's not in doubt. It's not like he faded into the background. And I guess elect- what I'm saying is like, you know, if you if you don't want to say the Captain America movie franchise, if you don't want to ascribe like a Black Panther or, or you know, if you don't want to ascribe some of those things to the Captain America franchise, you could you could really look at Civil War 
Civil War advanced the Avengers story more than Avengers 2 did. Right. I mean, yeah. Avengers 2. Yeah, it was running in place. Yeah, but, agreed. Uh, um, so there is that. But yeah, I didn't even think about, like, the, you know, Civil War introduced Black Panther and, and Spider-Man, which mm-hmm. was, I mean. Right. Yes. And, yeah, I, and in a sense, set the table for Endgame and right. Infinity War. Yeah, it, it, those movies. I, and you're right, WandaVision. Like yeah. that's the, those three movies are. Oh, that shit's on. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing now. There's not a time where I won't watch it. Like, it's yeah. not if I'm flipping through the station that it's on, especially Winter Soldier. Like, yeah. and you know, when you start ranking all of your Marvel movies or whatever, like it's always for me. If it's not number one, it's probably number two, no less than two, you know, after probably, you know, Infinity War, you know, because it's just so good. Like, it's just so good that, like, I watched that movie and I'm just like, man, there's really no, you know, as the old music term, we see, ain't no skips, no skips. It's not a part where you're just like, oh my God, well, I have to wait till this part happens. I mean, the opening sequence with, with Cap leading the, The new team, the, yeah. the elevator scene, yeah, the uh, him breaking out of Avengers Tower, like taking down Quinjets, yeah, I, the f- appearance of of Bucky, yeah, I freaking just a Falcon in and of itself, and Robert like, Redford, know? yeah, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, on your left, that's become a lexicon oh. in freaking everywhere now. It's not yeah. just in freaking comic books; that's all it's said by everybody now. Yeah. I mean, it's such just, a payoff. It's so oh my good. god, yeah. It just, I mean, yeah. The fact that we're not going to get that anymore is, God bless you, Anthony Mackey, and whatever y'all they decide to do there. The fact that we're not going to get that is, it, it's, it's, it's bad. You know, that's a bad thing. Wait, you know, no, now come on, now. No, it's Wh- bad. Why do you say you're not going to get that? We're not. We're not going to see freaking Chris Evans in this anymore. Oh, well, okay. So, but, but that, all right. So I hear what you're saying, but, but that doesn't mean we're not going to get something like that again. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, yeah. That part I'm fine with. But I'm just saying, like, we're not going to get like that mo. That, I don't, yeah. I don't that, think that we're going to get a, which I would call a flagship character. I don't yeah. think we're going to, no pun intended. I don't think we're going to get a flagship character. In any of these movies, whether when, I mean, I guess the only one that we may get this with would be maybe with, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Maybe, but we're not going to get well, like where a character inherits that role that becomes so important for the entire thing where that role, that character and that actor becomes so entwined, much like Iron Man and much like, and Chris Evans here. So you're not going to see this coming. No, God, but. One thing I'll put up against that is if, you know, the the crisis on Infinite Earths, Superman versus Flash racing to find out who's going to take on the Anti-Monitor. Oh, God. Yeah, you're stretching my DC knowledge. <laughs> and Superman's like, I got this. Mm. You and I have raced. I'm faster than you. And Flash is like, no, nah, stun. That was for charity. <laughs> Boom. That. Uh, is a Captain America moment. Yeah. That we could still get that we're yeah. not going to get. I, I, I mm. 
I just I I, I put this as a meme the other day. We're side topic about you know everybody like white comedians coming and um caping for Joe Rogan after he got caught saying <laughs> things that he shouldn't have been saying seventy <laughs> times. And I used the meme of like I was like all the white uh, comedians are like the you know Avengers, uh, you know the gif a symbol you know because y'all can go defend Joe Rogan. I don't know that we're ever going to get <laughs> that moment in any other movie. Like that build up that to get to that particular moment. And I don't think because of the person that was in that particular role, I don't think that we're ever going to get that moment ever again, <laughs> which is sad in and of itself. But it's just like, you know, like he, he became that role, like I said, in a way that it, it was different than, than our DJ. <laughs> You know, like he's like that person, and the fact that we're not going to see him anymore is just tragic and sad to me. Well, one of my prouder contributions to the the brother comic brothers comics industry is I've been led to believe that someone in our our comment sections of various various questions before we had had exhibited our faces. Yeah. Uh, pose the question: Is Brother Beavis really white? <laughs> um, uh, so I, 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 I take intense pride in that. <laughs> but I also live in the fear that someday I'll, I'll, in some way, in some labs, drop the n bomb and end this whole thing. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so Joe Rogan's defense of like, I thought it was fine, <laughs> like, like, like. No, yeah. I I understand yeah. how this ends. I yes, yeah, know, yeah. Seven, someday yeah. it'll, it'll yeah, come yeah. out despite yeah. my best intent, yeah. and there's no coming back from that. Yeah, so well, that's well. <laughs> you know, when we get into the editing process, it's like, damn, I just took that one out. But seventy yeah, know. of them, seventy yeah. of them, I don't know. I ain't got it in me, man. I don't think I can get it. Yeah, I feel like you know, the there there might be one edit where like a podcast abruptly stops. And then it's like a public service announcement to explain what happened. Yes. And then uh, I'll be gone. Yeah. You'll be and, and then sometime later, I'll be gone. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's day one. Yeah. And, well, uh, random. <laughs> who's that random white guy in there? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah you're irreplaceable. That's it. You're like, you know what? We're all done here. We're just going to shut down. This uh, all right. It's so, just like, yeah. Why, you can't not know that. That's yeah. not. That's hilarious. So if you had to slide Wolverine and or Blade into your eighth, I would, to be honest with you, I would probably put Wolverine at the bottom. I would probably make it nine of the ten. I would probably put at the bottom. I can't think of it. There's, I, I don't, there's, I don't like anything about any of the three Wolverine movies. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the like, first think one the is worst. so obviously flawed. Oh god. And the second one is so boring. It, the yeah. the second one is so it's so such an obvious apology that ends up so boring. Yeah. But it's and, the best of the three of them, which oh, is I, yeah. the tallest midget. Yeah. And then the third one is just such an overcorrection that's unwelcome mm-hmm. that is that it has been held up yeah. as the greatest movie of all time in a yes. sickening way. Yes. That I, I like, disagree oh, so, with, yeah. Yeah, it's so violent. It didn't need to be. Yeah. <laughs> For what? What was the purpose of that outside of continuity and everything too? But that's a, yeah. Uh, I mean, if that what if that existed in 
in a world where they paid off the Essex angle from mm-hmm. one of those movies, the second one, and then tied in the new mutants movie to the end of it, mm-hmm. and that gave us X twenty three. I'm willing to have that conversation, but that was a vanity project, yeah, and a, yeah. an extreme overcorrection of the franchise. So I have no issue with that being. Yeah, it'd be like it would be ten if we slide yes, it in with be the other 10. Nine. Yeah, it's worse. And then I don't know where I would put Blade and you know, again, first Blade movie, freaking amazing. Like and again, it has its issues for sure when you try to go back and watch it. But it's you know, he's so good in it, and then that role, you know, you can The thing I don't think Blade forgive. suffers from is that low budget introductory aspect. Yeah. Blade I mean that that amazing. movie is uh, and I mean, there, there's no model that, mm-hmm. that that there's no model that that movie has to adhere to. That the opening sequence with the yeah. the rave and the blood shower, mm-hmm. oh my god, the yeah. villain's great. Yes, mm-hmm. it gets tedious, but that's a that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, it's a great one. It has an unwatchable three. Um. Yeah, the, the third movie gets and... into concepts that would have been sustainable, but it's just so everyone so everyone that's in that so clearly hates it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the behind the scenes stories are, yeah. are pretty amazing if you read. And the, and, and the second one just to me comes off as overproduced, and yeah. it's disjoint with the first one. Yeah. Well, and and I think I mean again, we're shit. We not gonna do anything different from Wesley Snipes than we do from Robert Downey Jr. You know, it became like, hey, I'm freaking Wesley Snipes. This is my movie franchise, so we're gonna do whatever I say. And then that's what directly leads to the third one being so terrible was because people were just like, well, we're not gonna listen to you. Yeah. We're trying to make a, a, a new franchise outside of this, you know, with, you know, franchise killer Ryan Reynolds at that particular time. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're trying to do that. What was that with Jessica Beale? Is that who that yes. was? And that, good Lord. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Blade is a better movie than Batman the uh, returns. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. And, yeah. and I think the strength of that movie carries that trilogy into the five, six range. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Better than, uh, yeah, I, I, I could go with it's that. It's better than Nolan Batman. It's yeah. better than new X-Men. Mm-hmm. It's better than Thor. You know, it's, it's better than pick your Spider-Man trilogy. Well, yeah, because it has such a, but it has such a good one. Like I, I'd like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like in the second one, again, it's, it's like, man, yeah, we got some money now. And then the yeah, third one's like, unwatchable, but, I, but compare it to Spider-Man, Toby Maguire, Part one, mm. that's not what it's called, and yeah. X Men <laughs> Part One, whatever. Like, <coughs> it doesn't come away with the apparent, the obvious limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't come out seeming like it's budget limited or inconsistent with the story or has flaws. Mm-hmm. So, I think if you're going to give credit to those trilogies for their their groundbreaking nature, you you got to put Blade above those. If you mm-hmm. if you're valuing those trilogies based on their first part, you got to consider Blade more strongly against them because that first Blade movie is is wonderful. Amazing. Yeah, no, I, I agreed. You know, and again, it's something that's not really ever on TV. Uh, not never, but it's rarely on. So you know, you got to break out the DVD to watch it. Yeah, Dang, like, I think eh. that what's 
I think that's what, I mean, the announcement of Mahershal Ali is, mm-hmm. as Blade, given his role in, in, uh, Luke Cage and, mm-hmm. and everything else. The, so the idea that that could be a franchise going forward with mm-hmm. an obviously talented character, but in good hands. Right. With that under, yeah. is super, that, that's, that's one of the most exciting announcements we've gotten in right. the post phase four or whatever whatever this is environment yeah 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 I mean, and that's so like oh i've forgotten about that you know they announced it and then nothing happened much like fantastic four and x-men yeah you know and again we <laughs> to, to to quote big hot here as we start to wrap up you know he's like hey i ain't got too many you know be cross-armed not wakanda forever here soon you know you need to start to speed up this process so i can see you know what y'all are going to do with these movies and again i'm sure everything is you know in due and it's due time but you know that's just one of those things that's out there hanging loose too that you know we're waiting to get into you know and again ant-man's going to finish a trilogy here soon you know that's going <laughs> to be coming up like there's going to be an ant-man 3 like oh okay um but that's uh, it, right? Nobody else has any hang- or, and no, and uh Guardians three. So those will wrap up those trilogies. And you know, that's gonna be a rough add-on because Guardians one, Guardians two, fucking unwatchable. And so who knows how they'll finish that off. And, and I'm a I'll I'll put Ant Man higher on my list. That's uh, oh no, I think the first two were I think the first one is great. It. Uh, nothing this, wrong with the MM movies. No, there's, not at all. There, there, let me rephrase that. There's relative to the field. Yes. There's not significant problems with those movies. Agreed. Yep. No, uh, I, it knows its role, you know, both rock. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Like there are certain movies that there are movies that are going to slot in and yeah. serve a purpose. It's and not trying amongst, to be something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's a trilogy that it, it's comfortable where it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we know what we're doing here. Like, yeah. Yeah, just leave us alone. We'll get you to where we need to go, but we're not trying to do much more than that. And uh, Evangeline Lily. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. So apparently, she's only she's anti mandate, not vaccine. So that's not the same thing. The line is thin, sir. I know. But... <laughs> uh, beyond that, oh, love Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, give me all of that and then some. Uh, that was disappointing. So, yeah. We'll just... But but just just to clarify, she's understood mandate. Yeah, I understand. I get it. But yeah. So she's on one side of the line, not yeah. on. Uh, she like if you draw the line, she's yes, on yes. that one. She's not yeah. on this side or that side. She, She's definitely tipping her toes near areas that she probably shouldn't go. And again, a lot of these people clearly don't have great PR people. Uh, like your PR person had to not be like, Hey, um, you know what's a good idea is to just throw away this Disney money. Well, <laughs> but to be fair, I think that was like somebody took pictures of her at that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's not just... like she put that out there. It's, uh, yeah. That was her. Yeah. Yeah. So... That was. When she was tweeting and she was, she went to do that and then people publicized it. Hey, so. do that shit from over here. Hi, yeah. I see that. I got, you got that, that Kevin Feige signing them checks. But yeah. yeah. All right. So that'll wrap up our trilogy wrap up. Uh, <laughs> man, 
I, I, God, thank God Hutch wasn't on here. It'd been two hours. Um, so yeah, you know, I posted this on social media. You know, can list your eight. I saw a couple of people that already did that on Twitter and whatnot. So you know, list your eight. We'll add in the new background. I'll add in Blade and um, uh, what was the other one? Logan Wolverine. I don't even know what to call it. Fucking trilogy of movies and shit. The Hugh uh, anyway, Jackman trilogy. Yeah, the Hugh Jackman trilogy. So, you know, leave a comment there on, if you're on YouTube or whatnot. But yeah, man, we will get you the end of Inferno. I have read it. I have notes now. I am up and running and ready to that. And that, by the way, just as an aside, that's much deeper than I thought it was on my initial read. Much deeper. I'll leave it for the show, but it's much deeper. I was like, oh, okay, this is just finishing. The The end of that is way deeper than I think Maybe you probably saw it because you're the right person. But I didn't see it the first time I read it. But the second time I read it, I was like, oh. Oh. So, so as X-Men. I, I, I might need a refresher. <laughs> you might want to read it again. Yes. Yeah, so when I send you the notes, you'll be like, oh. Oh, snap. Yeah. All right. So as the X-Men the animated music starts to play us out, I'm the producer of this podcast. I'm signing off. Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. See you in a month. See, no, stop that. <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah, don't do that. We'll see, see you in a week. Yeah, we'll see you sooner than see later. See you in an indeterminate amount of time. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Yeah. 52 podcasts this year, guaranteed. Uh, or nobody's money back. All right, Wait, we'll you're, you're crossing the streams there. You're throwing Bengal podcasts in there. So. I, hey, hey, read the fine print. 52. That's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on the other side, folks. Peace. Peace.